We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I'm going to be sharing with you about authority. We could entitle this Man in Authority and Under Authority. I believe there's a need in the church, and when I say the church, I'm talking about the body of Christ today, to understand authority more than ever before in any generation. Because Satan is out to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Unless you understand your authority on this earth now. And you know, we can say this, well, yes, it's going to be wonderful when we get to heaven. Well, everybody believes that. Thank God for that. I believe that myself. But what about the here and now? We've got to deal with the here and now. So the authority message that the Bible so specifically portrays is what I want to share with you in these sessions. But I want you to open your Bible this afternoon to Matthew the 8th chapter. I thought Norval Hayes is going to preach my whole sermon. Now, in these sessions, we'll get into some things as we go along. Some of it may seem a little elementary to you, but these things need to be said. We lay a foundation, and we build on that foundation. I think we make a mistake sometimes when we just jump into things and say all the good things first, and it leaves people hanging with all these questions. Yes, but what about that? But what about this? What about the other? Well, we're going to tell you about what about all these things, and we're going to go step by step into it. We're going to get into the question, did Jesus die spiritually? We're going to take you on a scriptural journey that will prove beyond the shadow of a doubt and clear up some things in your mind. We'll show you Old Testament types that point to it. We'll show it to you in the New Testament. And uh, you can do whatever you want to with it. You know, you don't have to believe this to be saved or go to heaven. It's just things that will help you with the authority. Matthew, the eighth chapter, let's read from verse five. When Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come unto my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Now, I want you to notice that when Jesus heard that this man's servant was sick of the palsy, he said, I will come heal him. Now, the man said, you don't have to. Hey, you don't have to come to my house. He said, speak the word only and my servant will be healed. And notice what Jesus said about that. When Jesus heard it, verse 10, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Jesus said this man had the greatest faith of anyone that he had ever met of all the covenant people. Now there's several things I want to point out to you here. Number one is that this was a Roman centurion. He was not a covenant man. He didn't even come under that covenant. You remember that Jesus said to his disciples when they sent them out to preach, he said, go to the lost sheep of Israel. It's to the Jew first, then to the Gentile. Here's a Gentile man. Didn't even come under that covenant. 
you realize that this wasn't under the new covenant at that time. It's still under the old covenant. And this man that is not even a covenant man said, speak the word only and my servant will be healed. But now notice what he said after that. We skipped that, but I want us to go back and pick up on it. He said, for, verse 9, For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, to another come, and he cometh. To my servant do this, and he doeth it. Now this is why the man had such great faith. is because he was a military man, and he understood authority. Now, when I saw this, and I realized that here's what Jesus said about this man. The Bible says that he marveled. He marveled at his faith. There's two places in the Bible that it said that Jesus marveled. He marveled at this man's faith, and he marveled at their unbelief in his own hometown. Now, I'd rather have Jesus marveling at my faith than my unbelief, hadn't you? <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be notorious for something, I'd like for it to be faith instead of unbelief. He marveled at this man's faith. And the man had made this statement. You see, I asked the Lord about it. I said, Lord, why did this man that is not even a covenant man have greater faith than all of the people, the covenant people? And he said, the man told you out of his own mouth in verse 9, for I am a man under authority. Here's a man that says, I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. He said, I have someone over me. And he said, I have some under me. And I say to this man, come, and he cometh. I say to that one, go, and he goeth. To this one, do this, and he doeth it. And Jesus, the, the Lord said to me this. He said, now, if you would teach the body of Christ, or if the body of Christ could understand authority the way that this man understood authority, then he said, the body of Christ, my people, would walk in the same kind of faith that this man had, the same level of faith. It'd be the greatest faith that it was ever found if they had learned authority, if they understood authority like that man did. Now, you realize that there is no authority without words, really. You have to have words to transfer authority. Just about everything has to have words. You can't enforce authority. You can't delegate authority. You can't do anything, any of these things without words. And here's a man that said, now, you don't have to come to my house. Now, we, you know, today it doesn't mean a whole lot whether we go to somebody's house and pray for them or speak the word only because, you know, we can jump in our car and drive 20 miles, 30 miles. It doesn't mean a whole lot to us. We could get in an airplane and fly four, five hundred miles in just an hour or two, minister to someone. But in that day, they either had to walk or ride a donkey. If you've ever been on one of them donkeys, you know he'd rather walk. <laughs> and he said, no, you don't have to come to my house. Just speak the word only. The point that I want to show you here is the fact that because a man understood authority, he was able to excel in faith to a point where Jesus just stopped and preached a whole sermon about the faith of this man that was not even a covenant man, a Gentile, a Roman centurion that did not have the word of God or the understanding of the word of God, evidently, as the people in that day did, or the people of Israel. But he understood authority. 
He understood the delegation of authority. He said, I'm under authority, and I have soldiers under me, and I know how it works. They send it to me, I send the information to them, and I do what they said, and they do what I said, and if you just speak the word, Jesus, the authority of your voice will cause it to come to pass. But you see, the Bible says that God sent his word and healed them. Now notice it didn't say he sent his word to heal them. He said he sent his word and healed them. Now here's a man that got a hold of something. And I'm convinced that as we understand authority and operate in it the way that this man understood it when he stood before Jesus, then we'll rise to a new, completely new level of faith in the authority that God has delegated to us. Now, let's go to Hebrews, the second chapter. Let's read from verse 6. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visiteth him? Thou madest him a little lower than angels, thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that was not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than angels. Now, I've read that many times, but as I began to study it and do some meditation on it and pray about it, the Lord began to open up some things to me, and I want to share them with you. First of all, notice in verse 6 it says, but one in a certain place. This was David in Psalms 8. He said, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than angels. Well, now, the first thing I wanted you to see was the fact that this covers two, man and the son of man. Did you notice that? Now, just talking about the son of man, see, many times you read that, and if you're not careful, you'll end up thinking, well, it's just talking about Jesus. And I understand that all things are put under Jesus. Well, we understand that, but he's not just talking about Jesus. He's talking about man, and he's talking about the Son of Man. So he's talking about two, man and the Son of Man. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the work of thy hands. Now, let's leave that passage for just a little bit. We'll come back to it. He said he put all things in subjection under his feet. Turn to Genesis, the first chapter. Beginning with verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now this is God speaking. God said, Let us. Notice, let us. Who's he talking to? Well, if it is, it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion. So God gave total and complete dominion of the earth to Adam and to the creation there. God intended to reduplicate himself in kind. That's what he intended to do, and that's exactly what he did. Now, before I leave the broadcast today, I want to remind you that our book offer this week is book offer number 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority, 180-page paperback. It's $10 plus $4 postage and handling. 
Now, here are some of the chapter titles in this book. Chapter 1 is Man Under Authority. You need to understand you're under the authority of God, but you have dominion through the Word of God, speaking the Word of God in faith. Number 2 is In His Image. You're created in the image of God. Chapter 3, Dominion Through Words. Chapter 4, Keys to Understanding the Bible. Now, if you don't understand the first three chapters of Genesis, you're not going to operate in the great faith the Bible talks about in ever-increasing faith. The key is understanding the keys to the Bible. Number five is Noah's covenant. Number six is Abraham's covenant. Now, it's important to understand that God made covenants with man. And he did that because man was here on earth to have dominion over this planet. And if you don't understand that dominion, you're not going to take dominion over situations and circumstances. Then we talk about the authority of the body, how your body gives you authority on this planet. Get out and vote. You have authority on this planet. Your body gives you authority. So don't miss it. Get out and vote. Chapter 8 is the authority of the body. Chapter 9 is the authority of Jesus. And if you don't understand the authority of Jesus, you'll never understand his ministry. He was a man. He was born on this. He had a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. And he had that body because he had to have a physical body to have authority on this planet. That's book offer number 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority. 180-page paperback. It's $10 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $14. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.